pumpkin. Why, aloha, sunshine, and aloha, listeners, and welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge. Aren't you getting intimate with that microphone? I'm trying to adjust it. It's a little off. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. We're here at the bar. We are enjoying a cocktail. Why am I feeling like Dr. Bruce? I don't know. I'm going to say soothing things to you and try to help you with your uppityness. And but, tell uh, me to relax my buttocks. Being, yes, being the tiki bar that lives in your head, uh, you can't sit here along with us, but we encourage you to drink along at home, fix yourself a nice cocktail. I'll go over the ingredients in this week's cocktail because it is a request of a listener, by the way. And It's a pretty color, I must say. It's like an aubergine. Well, the music... Am I saying that correctly? Uh, it is a deep purple. I was going for black, but it's hard to get black in a drink unless you add something like Coke. And right. I'm not doing that. No. Yeah. So, um, you made me, I lost my, oh, the music this the week. Music. It's, uh, we're just hitting random on the, uh, on the Exotica and, and this is what we get. Uh, I, I, I just didn't have time to arrange the artists this week. I don't know. Oh it's, my gosh. No, literally I've been, I've oh. been going to work, coming home, eating and going to bed. Oh and my gosh. Oh, excuses, excuses. And that's why we need to unwind in a tiki mm. bar at the end of the week. And lucky for me, the tiki bar happens to be Just in happens to be downstairs. What should be a formal dining room, but right. who dines formally? <laughs> is this supposed to be the dining room? It's supposed to be the formal It's supposed to be room. the dining room. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the dining room is bigger than the family room or the mm-hmm. living room. It is. That doesn't make sense. Well, the tiki bar worked out that way. Hmm. So, uh, let's see. Uh, the drink that we are enjoying this week is called the Midnight Cooler. And this is a drink I have been working on for the last couple weeks, as those of you who listen to the podcast regularly know all too well. I've been tweaking it over time. Uh, This will be in the punch bowl. What is the inspiration? Well, I I wanted something... Why have you needed to tweak it over several weeks, your concoction? Because when you you have a a place you need to get, for example, I wanted a black cocktail. Mm -hmm. So then that limits you to certain ingredients, and you need things that are full of color. Um, There's the label still left. On, <laughs> on your lemon. My lemon. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> Does that add flavor? <laughs> I I will reprimand my citrus boy. Oh my god. No, my citrus boy will your be reprimanded chef. <laughs> for uh, his shenanigans in the kitchen and not removing the label, the label from, from your, my garnish. Your Mexican lemon. <laughs> um, so Again, I was going for black, and so you need you, you need dark ingredients. And I had played with blackstrap rum and some darker liquors. Well, you know what uh, they say. Once you and, find it, uh, you never go and back. And we're going to give the recipe for the drink uh, in the listener mail segment mm. when we get the mail sack out because um, one of the listeners asked and said, do you have a punch bowl recipe this year? Last year's was great. Last year was the Witch's Minge. Do you remember that? It was that fleshy pink color. I don't remember much. You drank some. I was you drank so quite a bit, sick after your party last year, but I think it wasn't from the alcohol. I don't think so. It was so. from being out in the cold in um, shorts and a short sleeve shirt all night. Oh, well. You you made it through. Right. So, uh, let's see. Why don't we go find the mail sack, and uh, we'll, we'll settle in more with our drink. Well, actually, what do you think about the drink? It's yummy. Yeah. I do like it. Is it a success? Yes. And I this would is say this fourth, is a good fourth or fifth try at this. I, I tweaked a little bit over time. It was a little too sweet to begin with. It needed a little oh, see, more. Oh, I probably would have liked the sweet. It needed a little more lemon, and it has a lot of flavors going on in there. And spiced rum being the big one. Um, any, but anywho, so we'll uh, give the exact recipe in a moment, and uh, we'll go dive around and look for the mailbag. What do you think? Sounds like a plan. Okay, hang on, everybody. Here we go.
Tiki Mail. <laughs> see what we have. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Why don't you just get a real bag? Oh. Ooh, I, what? <laughs> I, I, I tore it. <laughs> well, listeners, as you can hear, I have the mail sack out. And you ripped it. <laughs> I did. And uh, I was just handling it a little bit too hard. And, uh, well, you know, that, that happens, I guess. Let's see. The mm-hmm. first email that we have here is from <laughs> Lindsay. I don't know if Lindsay has a vagina or a penis because it's kind of spelled in that way, you know? Right. I, it could I, go I either know. way, like Robin. Right. right. But we don't care what type of genitals matter. Lindsay has. It does not matter. That's not what's important unless... Lindsay is a listener and that's all that matters, right. correct? And okay. Lindsay says, hello, sunshine and ladies of the lounge. I'm jazzed about Halloween as much as you are. I always have terrible uh, luck with my costume because I wait till the last minute. Well, there's your problem. Uh, Since I already know I'm not going to shop ahead, what the heck can I do last minute to pull off a great costume? I want to be noticed. What drinks are considered good for Halloween besides the obvious zombie? Thank you, Lindsay. Well, I think we should... Well, first, I think I should have some more of my midnight cooler. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Oh, good double sip for for Lindsay. Cheers. Well, I think you should serve the Midnight Cooler. Of course. Because now, a zombie is a great drink to serve at a Halloween party. Uh, And you know, I recommend you do one of two things. I recommend that you do a punch bowl zombie that guests can serve themselves. Or you have pre-garnished glasses that you can then just pour bash drinks in, unless it's a small party. If it's like 12 people or less, try to mix each drink um, as guests ask for it. But if it's more than that, you need to make a batch and just then shake it with ice and pour fresh. the punch bowl out and people can yeah. get what they want. And you it's one less thing for you to worry about. But the nice thing about a zombie is, uh, a correctly made zombie, it does have a little bit of perno in it. So it's got a little bit of that licorice, which black licorice and Halloween have a certain association. And this time of year as well. It's more of a fall anise, flavor. Right? Yeah, it's not a summer flavor. So it works really well. So zombie is good. The midnight cooler, of course, because I... It's unique. Yes, uh, it is unique. and it's, it's not expected. It's smooth. It's dark in color. And the garnish for the Midnight Cooler is um, lemon slices. And you want to soak them in some of the mixture before you shake or add to the punch bowl so that they take on the deep color and the rind of your lemons will start to take on that deep purple hue as time goes on. And it just kind of looks nice. And then the, the yellow... Um, the yellow side of the lemon there, it has a nice contrast to the dark, deep purple of there's the al- drink. There's already a drink called Purple Haze, isn't there? There is, yes. Okay. I think that's a shooter. I think Purple oh, Haze okay. is a shooter, but but anywho. So, Lindsay, the zombie and then the uh, the Midnight Cooler, and which the recipe will be on the website this week, and I'm about to read it for another listener. Uh, and then you can look, uh, go to zentikilounge.com and search for Witch's Minge. And that was last year's punch bowl recipe. And it's um it's a fleshy pink. I like this better than the Witch's and, uh, Minge. You know, I do too, actually. I do I mean mm-hmm. I should always be moving forward, right? Right, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Now as far as a last minute Halloween costume, since you admit you're not gonna plan ahead, this is what I suggest you do. Speaking of zombies, zombies and the living dead could not be more popular. They are very popular. Right. So whether you want to be a dead 
parrot head or just a zombie in general or a dead tiki file in a, in a torn up Hawaiian shirt and blood and gore. I mean, you can just go any direction you want with it. And the cool thing is really all you got to do is when you're at the grocery store of all places, get a can of the gray, white and or black spray for your hair. You can mm-hmm. also you can also use that on clothing if you don't care about the particular article of clothing and then just get some gray, black and or white and they usually come in a kit like that, makeup. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go the extra mile and do some wounds, they have the little wound kits. You could do that entire costume with clothing that you already have at home that you don't care for anymore for like under fifteen dollars, mm-hmm. and so just just grab that at the grocery store when or at the at booze barn, you know, when you're looking for the uh, rum that goes in the midnight cooler, and uh, easy peasy, just have it on hand. Beautiful cover girl. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, now I will say, I will say from my experience. Uh, and then I'm sure Pumpkin would agree in doing drag for Halloween every now and then. Oh, and drag is the always a, a crowd pleaser. Because Lindsay, especially if, if Lindsay's a lady, either or, either if Lindsay's or. a lady, she probably already knows this. But if Lindsay's a gentleman, uh, if you've got wedding tackle. Lindsay, then you want to make, don't go too cheap on the makeup uh, because it's going to be all made with gross animal oil products. Get yourself It's going to clog your pores. Go to the Sephora or the Ulta. Yeah, if you want to be comfortable and you you said you want to get noticed. So if you want to get noticed, Go to a cosmetic store like Sephora, or if you want to spend the remember bucks at when Mac I did the kabuki like makeup for you. Yes, that was lovely. I do know that Mac. If you have a Mac store near you, they do have a Halloween line that has like the grays and deep hazel mm-hmm. and uh, those shades. And they and also so cater to men and or they women. Do. So you might just want to try that, um, or you can go cheap with the grocery store Target type stuff. Works. Oh, it works good. It's just. You know, it might, it, you might it feel a little sweaty. Off. It sweaty runs under off. It. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, I hope that helps. So anything zombie, anything sure. drag. Easy. Well, and if you're a lady, you can always go slutty. And if you're a dude, you can always dress as a lady. Those are always right. easy. Yeah. Exactly. Now, this next one is from Pete. And actually, this is a recycle from two weeks ago. But now I have the answer. Oh, okay. And Pete said on a previous show, or yeah, on a previous show, he said, do you have a Halloween punch recipe this year? The witch's minge was great. Well, I do have the recipe now for the Midnight Cooler. Now, the single recipe, if you're going to make a single cocktail, here's the recipe. Three-quarter ounce of the new Bacardi Oak Heart Spiced Rum. You know I'm not a big fan of Bacardi. I was going to say, didn't you go off on a tangent a couple weeks ago about but, how you don't like there the are Bacardi? Two, there are two Bacardis that I do like. Never the Oak say Heart, never, huh? The Oak Heart is one of them, and the Bacardi Select is another one. And the Bacardi Select could be used in place of the Oak Heart if you cannot find it, because it is a nice dark colored rum, and that adds to the mystique of the midnight cooler and then also three quarter ounce of kilo kai spiced rum there is no substitute for this you have to find the kilo kai and that is the one with the skull and, and is this something on that's it. readily available it is readily available okay. it comes in a black frosted bottle which will look great as an accoutrement to the, your punch bowl right next to it so you can like kind of have like a like a little tray of sliced lemons that have already been dipped in the drink with that nice deep purple on the rind and then put the bottle of uh, Kilo Kai next to the punch bowl or next to where you're mixing so they see the skull and crossbones in that black bottle it just kind of adds and it looks kind of nice I think or, or a little creepy whichever mm. you like so you got those two rums and then um, one half ounce of uh, creme de noyat or the red 
almond liqueur, and then one quarter ounce, just a quarter ounce blue curacao. Now, what just if you have people at your party with nut allergies? Well, are you gonna have to put a little disclaimer? Most of the uh, cheaper uh, almond creams are not actually made with real almonds. Oh, okay. But if they are, uh, definitely something to know about. But you know what I say? Um, people with allergies, it is their responsibility to let you know. It is not the host's responsibility to tell everyone at the party the ingredients of every food. Because a person with a food allergy, such as my partner, will always say always what's in this. thinking... Then, alcohol no, then they're retarded. Nuts. Then they're retarded. I am not aware of anyone who has had an allergic reaction from a liqueur. Right. But I'm sure it's possible. I'm just not aware. It of just it. depends on how. So just again, a quarter ounce of the blue curacao, one point five ounce of pomegranate juice, nice antioxidants, not from concentrate. The concentrate stuff, it always is a bit muddy and not quite as good in flavor. The not from concentrate, uh, such as the palm, wonderful stuff, uh, but you don't have to get that brand. There's others. Bolt House makes one. Uh, it is more tart, which you need for this drink to balance out the sweet rums and the sweet liquors. And uh, then also a half ounce of fresh squeezed lemon juice. And uh, there. Make so sure to leave one, the two, label three, on. One, two, three, four, five, six ingredients, but all relatively cheap, not expensive. And then multiply that recipe by 20, 40, 60, etc. for your punch bowl, depending on the size of your party. And as I always say, if you have a punch bowl, go get your bunt pan, freeze a nice ice ring, and uh, pop that out and float it in the punch bowl so that your uh, drink doesn't dilute too Well, quickly. no, they actually have. Now, this is what you do. You take gloves, mm-hmm. the non-latex gloves, and you yes. fill them with water. And so you have floating hands. No, that is a good idea, too. And you know what? Maybe I'll do that this year. They and also maybe, make skull. Um, and maybe I will dig up that recipe that I have where you can do the frozen hand deal mm-hmm. as ice. And then um, I forget what you add to it, and it's non-dairy, but you can make the ice look flesh-colored. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna dig that. Just a little bit of dye, a little bit of orange. Right, but I, but I remember making it flesh-colored because it had to be creamy without using a dairy product. But right. there is, there was a way to do it, and I can't remember. I think, I think it was cornstarch, so it does cloud the drink a bit as right. it melts. But when you have a deep-colored drink like this, I think it only adds to the mystique. Right, a muddy. If it's an orange juice type drink, you won't even notice it. But right. this is a clear. I say floating clear, hands. Purple. So, all right, maybe we'll try that. So, uh, Pete, there and you go. There's skull. the recipe. I emailed Pete the recipe too because he asked so nicely. Oh, okay. Raul asks, "Does pumpkin consider semen to be a no-no because she's a vegan?" I've had this conversation many times, and technically, it is an animal product. Humans are animals. That's right. Mammals, to be specific. Right, exactly. And just, so, yes, it is an animal product. So it would be a no-no. It is a no-no. Okay. It's always been a no-no, though, before I was even vegan. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. All right, this last one is a little tweet from TC Zombie. And he or she says, "What? what's all about Nabooru? Okay, well, uh, Starshine was here last week, and we were discussing her husband, the senator. He right. is, um, he watches TMZ and the tabloids and gets into all the shenanigans with stuff that is almost always never true. So just mindless entertainment. So when the comet... I didn't know he was such a gossip. When the comet was headed towards Earth uh, a week ago, two mm. weeks ago... 
there were there were people that were saying that it was going to disturb the gravitational pull of the Earth and wreak havoc. Well, the comet broke up due to a solar flare into lots of little bits, and it never came close to Earth, and it posed right. no threat. Now, right. now what they say is approximately October 14th, the same time that Starshine and I will be in Vegas, and I'm sure we don't care. Um, supposedly there is a dark planet that was in, in roughly the same trajectory as this comet, and the comet mm. was masking the planet, and because it's a dark matter planet, or a dark planet, it can only be seen with an infrared spectrometer, and because it can only be seen that way, it can't be seen with most of the telescopes that we have here on Earth, except mm. for those that are set up with like a stealthy mass planet, spectrometers. Right. And, and for, yeah, so, um, so anyway... Uh, the senator believes that Nibiru, this is the name of this planet, um, is coming towards us. These Sounds the same, a little Star wars This is the same group of people who are into the 2012, blah, blah, blah. And they're Ooh. saying that 2012 actually falls in October of 2011, this thing, because the math is wrong. Of and course. And so by a week the, from... Oh, that's right, they forgot to carry the one. So basically about the time this podcast posts, um, you may or may not be dead with the rest of us. So this isn't even going to air? It may not. It may not even if, air. If then why hearing, are we even here? If you why hearing, are we even here if this is never going to air? If you were hearing this podcast now... Waste of my time. We survived. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did. I don't know about some listeners. Who knows? Right. Well, so I'm just going to put the rest of the mail away. Just... <laughs> Get rid of that. And uh, if you'd like to send us some correspondence, you can send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. You can go on Facebook and you can join the Facebook fan page and you can leave a comment there. You can also send a private message to Sunshine Tiki, Starshine Tiki, or Kehlani Tiki all on Facebook. And you can tweet us at Zentiki Lounge or at Sunshine ZTL. That's a lot. You can also. That's a lot of information. You can also go to Skype. Oh, and you can look right. for Sunshine Tiki How and leave a voicemail. How is that working out for you? Well, there's a problem. Are there some technical difficulties? There is. There's a problem with the login and um, the Skype uh, help folks um, right. are looking into it. There's what they call a ticket open because um, they cannot figure out why I can't open the queue and listen to the five messages that are sitting there. So don't go to Skype as a... Well, no. Go ahead and leave us a message okay. and we'll hope that your message is there whenever I can get into okay. it. I don't know. But so as there right are now, technical yeah. difficulties. There are. Okay. But again, thank you for joining us here in the lounge were nothing but a professional operation and uh, that was the mail sack so we're gonna go uh, we're gonna go find the rest of the show oh it's the rest lost of the, we're gonna go it's find gone. the rest of the we podcast find it. Okay. see if we can I think I'm gonna pour myself just a little more cocktail oh okay just a little bit and we'll be right back Pumpkin, I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna let you go first. Well, this week, what would you like out, to talk I about have with the listeners? Several things, actually. Um, so, first of all, a couple weeks ago, I want to talk about how I went to the Taste of Newport, and this is what's going on all around California and maybe other places the where they're having the Taste of Everything, mm-hmm. where the city opens up, um, you know, well, all their restaurants, and they close off a street, and you just taste all the local fair. Sure. So we went down to the taste of Newport Beach, California. And which is known as one of the most exclusive zip codes in right. the entire United States. So we were down there and let me just get to the, the I was bottom. just I was just sailing um, around Newport Harbor last night with uh with the kids on a on 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 Captain Scott's boat. And, and we had a lovely now, time. 
the taste of Newport, it was wonderful, it was fabulous, the food was good, but I didn't get the um, stiletto hip boot, uh, boot, let's see here, how can I put this? I don't know, I'm lost. Um, yeah, so am I, it must be the uh, rum. But when you go to a taste of whatever, do you expect to see... Um, Hookers? High heel boots. Stiletto heels. As in they're selling these? Tight jeans. Or these people are wearing No, them. let's just say I have never seen so much plastic surgery in my life. Of course I expect and that I in South not, County, Orange County. I did Come not on. get the hip boot stiletto heel memo. No, so, I totally... Do you... Have you ever... I have only watched two episodes ever of Housewives of Orange County, and that is pretty much what you're looking at. Well, but all of them... They've already switched over to their winter attire. have plastic surgery. So we were walking around, and it actually became a joke. Because as we were walking around, mm -hmm. we saw... Well, first of all, Bare Naked Ladies. There was a concert there. They were yeah, playing. I missed um, that. And so we were there, and there was a conga line of cougars. And I kid you not, there are about eight women, and they were doing a little drunken girl conga line. The Grey Goose booth with all of their cougar themed drinks um, had the longest line. No, they were called Cougar something or oh, rather, and they were mixed okay. cocktails, but they all had some sort of old lady out on the prowl theme to them. And these women, there must have been seven or eight of them, come conganging by us. And all of a sudden, it was myself, my boyfriend, my brother, and his girlfriend. We stopped, we turned, and we started busting up. All of these women had the exact same nose, lips, cheekbones, and hair. Now, there was one brunette lady in there, but they must have all gone to the same plastic surgeon because they all looked like cookie-cutter women. Sounds to me like they've all been seeing Dr. Pierre. <laughs> Dr. But Pierre, if you look through um, uh, magazines in the South Orange County area, Dr. Pierre is one of the uh, most respected facial plastic reconstructive surgeons in South Orange County. But it was bad. You it can't was help bad. but see his ads. And so then we were going to, now they had porta potties, right? But these were the executive porta potties. So I was okay going in there. They had running water and Electricity. Right, electricity. Right, right. And so as we were in there, I'm trying to get out, but I couldn't get out because all of the women were in front of the mirror putting on gobs and gobs of makeup and judging each other. So mm. it was kind of, it was very funny, actually. Once you got into the, this is the most bizarre. It was like the new version of the Stepford Wives, where they all looked the same. What venue was this at? This was at um, the lovely island that is known as Fashion, Fashion Island. They have a venue for concerts they there? Have, no, they just closed off a part of the street, a part of Fashion oh. Island, and put some barricades Which, For those up. of you who don't live in the area, it's an it's a fairly upscale outdoor shopping center right. with places like Bloomingdale's and, and Saks. And, and, yeah. mm -hmm. and so they were all, and just, we started to be observers. So we would eat, and then we would just watch the women interact with each other. Well... And they would give each other looks, and that it was just the funniest thing. Well, I have to say, before I forget, Fashion Island, uh, speaking of, you know, when people come from other parts of the country and they come and they, they visit. And it's saying, not an island. And they say, Sunshine, where should we go shopping? Where is, like, the it place to go shopping? I'll tell you. I really think it's Fashion Island mm -hmm. in Newport. I really... Rodeo, if so you're overrated. Up for an experience. Rodeo right. is if one If you actually street. want to go shop somewhere where you might actually be able to purchase something, 
go to Fashion Island. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of uh, fountains and the architecture is very nice. And it is right there uh, next to the, the beach and Balboa Island. And you can, uh, lots of great restaurants and things. So I'm just saying, okay, go on. Okay, but, and so I had this idea and this is trademarked, right? So it was actually after a while, it was kind of sad um, because I mean, these women were out and they were all dressed up and had their hair and their plastic surgery and they're ready to go. And then I noticed that my brother started smelling his girlfriend's hair. What? And so I thought... There's nothing wrong with that. That's it. No. This is my grand idea. Totally copyrighted, right? Okay. So I thought, these women, if they really wanted a man, instead of getting all this plastic surgery, I thought that there should be a line of shampoo and body washes that smells like barbecue. If you really want a man, ladies, oh God. so like a mesquite-flavored body wash well, you or know, a mesquite a, shampoo. There's another way to do that. It's called go to a bonfire. Right, but without all the carcinogens. I went to Lucille's Barbecue mm-hmm. uh, two weeks ago and sat next to the smoker because mm-hmm. that's just where they mm-hmm. put us and then got home, smelled my clothes and realized, Jesus Christ, I smell like I was at a bonfire all night. Exactly. But instead of all this plastic, lick myself. Ex- yeah. see, mm-hmm. see, yeah. there you go. So if these women, if all they needed was just, you know, a man, and instead of all that plastic surgery and pain, just a little mesquite smelling shampoo <laughs> or body wash. You know, um, there's a there's a really cheap way to do this. You go into my cabinet and you get out the bottle of liquid smoke. And you get a Q-tip and you dab it in just a few key areas, maybe under the hairline, maybe behind the ear. So you walk by a man and they're like, mmm, mm. I smell meat. Or actually pumpkin. Men like pumpkin yes, too. And yes. so I started thinking, maybe what could, could the mix, whole line be? I have pumpkin spice oil. Maybe you could mix with that the with liquid smoke. And dab it. Perhaps. It's like a pheromone. Maybe. So that was my genius idea. And it's vegan. If you really want a man, smell like barbecue. I don't know. I don't know if you're onto something or not. I think I I am. I really think I am. Well, I'm pretty sure that you're lazy and I'd get it to market before you do. Well, but that's why this is my idea and I'm copywriting it right now. You can't just call it out audibly and then call that a trademark and copyright. That's not how it works. But it's my idea. It's whoever actually goes to the patent office first and, and registers it. Well, but I'm saying. Uh-huh. Okay. Well. <laughs> but that was my genius idea. Uh, it could be a good idea. I think it's a good idea. I think you it's need a to great go, idea. You need to go to one of those websites. Ladies, if you really want a man smell like barbecue. You need to go to one of those websites where you, you put in your idea and basically you're asking other people to help you finance your idea and they get a cut, right? So what else would it be? It would be mesquite, mm-hmm. pumpkin. What other scents are men attracted to? Vanilla. But if you were to walk by a man with a go, mmm, vanilla. Yes, because it smells like baked goods. Mm. Yes, vanilla totally is in there. Or you would walk by and you go, ooh, mesquite, barbecue. Well, I, I, I guess I get it. Um, but yeah, the pumpkin and vanilla would be good. Maybe even some coffee or clove or some other scents mm-hmm. like that. Food food scents, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking more smoked meat. <laughs> well, <laughs> apparently you are tired of being a vegan. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm just trying to help the ladies. Some, do you want some smoked tofu? I'm just... <laughs> no, all the smells can be vegan. They're just, you know, synthetic. Right, right. <laughs> if you want a man, just smell like meat. Okay. Well, then, and also, I brought you... Now, speaking of Halloween, really quickly, of course... Yes. Um, I have a question for you. Okay. 
What is it with men wanting their women to dress up like slutty superheroes? So my boyfriend wants me uh-huh. to be either Batgirl or Catwoman. Well, you'd make a Halloween. great you'd make a great Catwoman. Now, what Catwoman though? Um, Eartha Kitt. I, I'm gonna go with Julie. No, I'm gonna go with. Not Eartha Kitt because that costume was a bit pointy in places. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. That's Julie not very New- modern. Julie Newmar, maybe. Okay. So long and thanks for yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I would probably go with Julie or who was the most recent? Uh, Halle Berry. No, wasn't it Michelle Pfeiffer? Halle Berry was Catwoman. She was. It didn't do really well. Okay, then go with Julie Newmar. Sure. But I thought, what is it with men wanting women to dress up like? Superheroes or Princess well, Leia. Well, because it all fits or... into that. It all fits into that Ren Fair video game campy mm-hmm. Star Wars action figure hero thing. And 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 what man doesn't want his wife, girlfriend, um, mistress, etc., to dress up like one of the scantily clad, tight fitting, slutty action no i don't know I mean, should i because with halloween we know slutty's always in but i i don't know should i do that or should i just be something from the 80s or dress up like Lu- lucy ricardo lucy ricardo yes are you gonna like a victor victoria like no. half lucy half ricky no my that other would half fun. would be ricky yeah that's what i'm oh oh i see i would be um lucy. I think you might I'm actually want to go for the Catwoman. Catwoman? Mm-hmm. So I have my uh, catalog here, and i always fascinated is what as to what is in fashion. Like you said, zombies. Yes. Zombies are big. They have like two full pages of the living dead. But then I also found, of course, slutty um, fairy tale characters are back. Mm. And of course, with the Lady well, Gaga and Katy Perry, um, Charlie Sheen, popular. Um, but now I notice that there are... Slutty female versions of um, Chucky, Edward Scissorhands. Wait, wait, let me see that. Freddy Krueger and Where's Scream. Chucky? Chucky, right here. Slutty Chucky. Oh. Sexy Chucky. Then Scream. Miss Freddy Krueger. Miss Voorhees, so Michael, right? And then Slutty Edward Scissorhands. That's interesting. So now the female slutty versions, and then also slutty animals. So you can be a slutty skunk. You can be a slutty unicorn, slutty fox. Um, why would you want to be a skunk, a slutty skunk? Well, I we, don't have, know. we have some furry listeners who might be interested in oh, just such a thing. Oh, the fur. Ah, but okay. you know what I have to say? These are not these are no, not the these best are costumes. Not... Our furry friends um, are probably they invest in costumes that are much better than these. I would imagine these don't even. Yeah, I mean they're they're definitely slutty. But so when someone says, "What do I you want to be for like, Halloween?" Slutty skunk. I kind of like um, slutty fox I was and slutty say, unicorn. Slutty yeah. unicorn. Slutty unicorn because she's got those. Um, what what do you call these? I don't I, know hip boots. Yeah, I mean they're they are boots that go from the knee all the way down to the foot, covered in fur. Right. Uh, this is just ridiculous. Funny farm animals, and then there's the dude in a penguin. Oh god. And a chicken. Yeah, he's riding a cock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
So I just thought that was interesting, and I always like to look at the catalogs to see what's what's new. And of course, Slutty Pac-Man and Angry Birds, and you know. And so I just thought, hmm, what do I want to be this year? So you think I should go for the? I think you should just make make him happy, and it's a great costume anyway. And you have the figure, Catwoman. and you have the figure for it, and you already pull your hair back. So right. just do it. Just do slutty, so, slutty Catwoman. So Slutty Catwoman. Yes. Okay. Or you could be nine and ten and dress up like Kiss. No. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no. So let's talk about my gift. Well, while we're still on Halloween, oh, okay. let, Halloween. Me, let me let me get this out there real quick. There are um, some October tiki events. Excuse oh, pardon your cocktail. Me. Woo. There are some tiki I sucked really hard. <laughs> events. First time for everything. Uh, happening in October that I think our listeners might want to know October about. Oktoberfest? Uh, Downing we Huntington Beach? We don't Beach? care about Oktoberfest. Oh, okay. That's a beer event. No oompa-pa. All right. So there is the German Rum Festival in Berlin, October 8th through 9th. I know our listeners, Stefan, and a few others are probably going to that, and they'll probably enjoy that. Are they that. going to send you it some is. info? Now, so what I did was I took what was on their actual website in German, and I went to Babelfish, and I converted it. And? And Babelfish made a total train wreck of it. So I'm going to read you word for word what Babelfish told me that this oh, says. Oh, okay, what's and you going can on? tell it's wrong. Okay, it okay says, here we go. Shortness... Is it finally so far the German Rum Festival Berlin finds to the 8th and 9th October in berlin Kreuzberg instead of? Because there's an exclamation point there. So it's finally here. Thousands of years an old tradition becomes in this year in Germany a special honor assigned. Rum, the various sugar tubing distillate gets finally its own fare. You so, don't understand that. No, I get what they're saying. It it's makes just, sense. Usually, Babelfish does a much better right. job of grammar well, maybe it and doesn't punctuation. the Deutsch. Maybe it doesn't. It does not so, sprocken. The 8th through 9th uh, Berlin German Rum Festival, you can find them on Facebook, and then there's also an official website that we'll have a link to. So that sounds like a nice event if you're in that neck of the woods. Now, if you're more local to here in Southern California, the October 14th through 16th, which again is also the time that allegedly Nibiru is approaching the Earth. So you may or may not attend this event. And either colliding with the Earth or disturbing the gravitational pull enough to cause... Um, uh, floods and havoc and the and the end of the civilization as we know it. Uh, okay. So Go and Primitive, a sister event to Tiki Caliente, which I'm a big fan of, is the 14th through 16th uh, in Newberry Springs, California. It's out there in the middle of the Mojave Desert. Oh, so you'll and, be fine if you're in the desert. And it is a weekend event for the Tiki fan that needs to de-evolve. Think Tiki with zombies, Halloween music, uh, and plenty of great spooky cocktails with sponsors like Appleton Rum, Awesome Broso tequila, etc. So great music. You need music, to bring your own glow stick. Drinks. I definitely recommend you bring something that lights bring your up and own glow glows. Stick. Okay. And um, there's there's some contests and there's uh, you know for costumes and drinks and um, and uh, what you do don't call have it? to Room worry crawl about flooding or tent crawls, right? Because this is a it's camping, in the middle of the desert. They will be the event. only people that survive. It could be. Now it's a camping event with full services available. So they do right. have a real bar. Ooh. They have a real bar. They do have electricity available for you. They do have running showers for you. So if you're staying in a tent, you still have some of those nice amenities. And if you're staying in one of their trailers, which are already completely booked and you cannot get anymore, um, or if you're bringing your own trailer. So there's lots of options there out there at, uh, well, Go on Primitive, October 14th through 16th. So I just wanted to throw that out there because there's some They're October, going to have to propagate the species, the human species October again. Events. They might. They might have to. Well, what better are people right. to do that than rum-soaked 
uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tiki files. <laughs> so what else? What else? What else you got? I want to talk about my present. Okay, yeah. Because um, you have been going jello lately, and you've yes. been really into the jello mold. And so one of my own little weird things that I do is I like to take classic cookbooks and take classic recipes and make them vegan. So I was looking for some classic cookbooks and I just couldn't find any. And I remember my mom and my grandmother cooking out of a red and white checked cookbook. And so I asked my mom where it was. Well, I didn't know that's what it was called. Now I do because I have it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so my mom actually found the cookbook for me and I opened it up and on the inside was an old jello leaflet. And I'm holding it here now. And you know, I kind of think this might be from the early eighties, but you think it's much older than that. It looks older than Well, because I'm looking at the package of jello and I kind of do know what the packages have looked like over time. And I don't And how do you know that? Uh, there's websites about Jello history and culture. But looking at the quality of photo, doesn't that well, look more but 1960s? Then you get to, but then you get to this particular recipe, and then you think, wow, this could be the 50s or 60s. So this is a and little this, Jello yeah, leaflet. Yeah, this one being the stewed tomato relish gelatin. Mm-hmm. So I thought there were some very yummy I'm recipes. I'm pretty sure by the 80s we had ruled that one as a failure. Right. A failure of taste. Well, and so there's some others well, in there. Well, then there's the whole jellied, jellied cubes, which maybe these are the first uh, try at Jigglers. Jigglers, so, right. Um, so it's more of a firm jello cubed and then piled into a parfait glass right. of various flavors. I actually am going to try this minty pineapple relish. I thought you would like mm-hmm. that. So it's a package of lime jello and some crushed pineapple. Uh, mint or peppermint extract, and two and a half teaspoons of vinegar. I'm not quite sure what the vinegar is for, but now I know with Jell-O, sometimes it doesn't set, so I don't know if there's a secret here. Oh, there is. You have to chill everything. You have to pre-chill everything before you add the pineapple so that it sets, and you have to be careful how much pineapple you use. Well, any so yeah, I think I want to try the minty pineapple relish. You're not going to try the tomato log? No, I am (laughs) not going to try that. Okay, why are you not going to try the tomato log, but you have your macaroni olive well, I thought the other one that I want to try that. is the apricot banana dessert mm. now they use lime jello but they put in apricots and bananas now maybe that's a great combo it okay. doesn't sound bad it's all fruity no. so I'm going to try also the apricot banana dessert there's a couple in here like two layer dessert parfaits I'm not really into that I, I never liked jello one two three I never cared for that stuff. Did you ever have that? No. You never heard of that? No. I mean, I remember it, but I don't. Right. Jello one two three was you would get the packet and right. you would you would put it into the blender and mix it on high and okay. add the add the water and I then didn't pour know it you into. You were such a jellophile. Yes, and then pour it into the glass, and as it chilled, it would separate into three different layers. The bottom layer being the clear, right. translucent Jello. The middle layer being semi-jello, semi-mousse, uh-huh. and the top layer being the lightest in color right. uh, was a, like, mousse. And you didn't like that? No, I did like oh. it. I did like Jello one, two, three, and they don't sell it anymore, which I'm really surprised. So there must have been something in it that was killing children or mm. making them grow up with, like, a third breast or something. I don't know. But you can still make... The, they were making Jello one, two, three before it came in instant fashion, um, and there are recipes such as... This one right here, which is two-layer dessert. And so it used Jell-O any flavor and then the water and then uh, whipped cream. But you use the Dream Whipped envelope, the topping. So not Cool Whip, but the powdered version of Dream Whip. 
which is a non-dairy... Does uh, that even exist? Oh, yes. Dream Up is still around. Yeah. And so that was how you used to make Jell-O 1, 2, 3 back in the day. See, I had no idea you were so into Jell-O. Mm-hmm. I had no idea until you started making these um, molds with classic recipes. Well, so I thought you would enjoy that. That's very classy. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't... I think that dates before the 80s. Well, you know, speaking of classics, um, I just went to a Trader Sam's, the newer tiki bar at the Disneyland Hotel here mm. in Anaheim. And uh, they have pineapple upside down cake, as they should, as a little schmeckin that you can have mm-hmm. after your cocktails or before. But um, the chef there, he does something a little special to it. They're little mini bite-sized pineapple upside down cakes, and they deep fry them. Now just we had for a these second, in, just for a second. We had these actually in Jamaica. Yeah. And they look like, and I took a picture of them because mm-hmm. the cakes themselves look like infected nipples. Yeah. And so they look like infected nipple cakes because they put two on a plate um, next to each other. And I couldn't help but thinking infected nipples the second they put it down so in not front of really me. the thought that i had you didn't look at that and think well infected they served nipple. one at a time so oh. it was just it wasn't a pair mm. and uh well actually i did at one point ask can i just have six of them instead of the other desserts that come with it and i and they brought out six but i wasn't thinking breasts Wait, or infected uh, come nipple. with it well, it, they do a trio. It's a so you get like a Kona brownie and like okay. a pineapple upside down cake and then oh, some other thing. Okay. Um, and I just wanted the fried pineapple upside down cake. So I said, can I just get six of those? Six. The chef was happy enough. To, well, there were other six. people. There were other people. I wasn't eating okay. this by myself. Okay. But there is something to be said. Oh, so it's, yeah, it's a fried pineapple upside down cake. There's a little something extra that they do to it, which I, I am aware of, but I'm not going to share. Wait, you were you, aware of, but not going to share because correct. you're going to keep it for yourself. Well, because you, yes, and you can go to Trader Sam's and try it yourself. Now, once Ooh. you try it, you'll probably figure out were what else sworn? they do to it. Were you sworn? Not no, to, it's no. It's like a glaze on no, it, No, but right? every chef likes to have a bit of a secret, I suppose. Right. So. so how would you find this secret out? I asked for Chef Toby, and he told me. Then it's not much of a secret now, is it? Well, no, I guess not. <laughs> so why don't you share it? No, I'm not sharing it. No, you have, you have to go try it because a good tiki file wants to go to all the good bars it's anyway, just, and you're going to go to Trader what Sam's is it? and a you're going to try a rum glaze. No, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, you're is it something guess. with the frying, you're or is it guess. in the? Nope. So nope. is it in the preparation, or is it actually in the? It's after. It's, it's a garnish afterwards. It's a garnish. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Well, if it's a garnish, you're able to tell what it is then. Well, and what else? What else would you like to talk about this week? We, we have a few more minutes before the show is over. Well, I wanted to talk about another book that I brought along, and I wanted to talk about growing your own drugs. What? Do we have enough time for growing our own drugs? I don't know. Now, I've showed you this book before, and you said the guy was hot, but I don't think I've ever had to talk about it or had the chance Show to talk about it. So this is called Grow Your Own Drugs by James Wong, and he actually has his own series on the BBC, and it's just easy recipes for natural remedies and beauty fixes. So I thought, you know, going into cold and flu season, uh, we needed to be prepared. Um, and so it just talks about the herbs that you need to have um, in your, you know, garden. arrow garden. Um, this guy right here. Oh, yeah, yeah, And he yeah, said yeah. he was hot. Yeah, he can come, he can come grow my, grow my plants. Right, right. He can come trim your herbs. And so it just talks about, you know, growing your own um, drugs and 
and now I is there something there some specific very... for like um, heavy congestion and such? Because the boyfriend quite suffers from that. And you well, know. I actually highlighted the Four Winds tea. <laughs> I don't have a problem with flatulence. <laughs> with flatulence. Did you know it's caraway and fennel seeds and peppermint leaves? Hangover, which this actually just sounded good. It's a hangover. It's kiwi morning after smoothie. And it's two cups freshly boiled water, three tablespoons, fever, few flowers. Yeah, and, fever, few. Um, three kiwi peeled, three tablespoons honey, and a teaspoon salt. You know what else works for a hangover is another drink. Mm, so there's my, there's my method, or there's um, uh, James Wong. Well, there's uh, well the fructose and the sugar is the big key. Okay. To helping alleviate, but I'm sure there's a huge cold sore. Oh, look at him! Look at him! Squeeze Ooh, those squeeze lemons that lemon. and drip all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now look, deodorant, memory booster. Um, so it's divided up into. I do use a natural lavender deodorant. It has no aluminum oxides or anything like that. Women's in it. stuff. For, there's recipes for night flushes. Oh, according and to this, slits. you just just uh, cut a fresh uh, uh, cut a fresh sprig of um, sage and, sage and rub and it on your leaves. rub it on your lady parts. Um, I think is that why they call it rubbed to, sage? I think you're supposed to drink it. Um, you're going to brew it up, varicose veins. Um, I didn't know you're going to ask me for uh, water retention. Mm-mm. Eczema, nope. um, head lice. Nope. And so I just like this book, and we'll we'll have a chance. What about I'm congestion? Sure. Well, congestion, I would have to look at the um, diarrhea. Nope. Um, <laughs> Why don't you find something I need? Well, maybe we need to take a little break so I can look sure. through the book. Okay, and, well, the and thought find was nice for yes. you. But here, I just wanted to talk about these are just the top things that okay. you need. Okay, so you should have obviously ten plants that are versatile mm-hmm. and effective. So chamomile, check. Okay, indigestion, colic, mm-hmm. tension, good for skin irritations, echinacea. I do not have that. Okay, immune system. Um, well, I have the tea, severity. but I don't have the fresh herb. Okay, Johnny Jump Up. Don't have that. Or viola tri- tricolor. Yeah, don't have that. <laughs> Anti-inflammatory products, and it's good for eczema and skin blemishes, and it loosens phlegm. So uh. you need to get some Johnny Jump Up or viola tricolor or tricolor. Right. Lavender, obviously. Yeah. Lemon balm. Yes, I have lemon balm. Marigold. I have marigold. Good for sunburns and acne. Mm-hmm. Digestive problems. Peppermint. I have peppermint always. And I just gave you some chocolate peppermint. I always have peppermint and spearmint because you got to have it for cocktails. Rosemary. I have rosemary. Oh, I have a whole bush of rosemary. Sage. I have for sage. your lady problems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Saint John's Wort. No, I don't have that. No. Saint John's Wort. Um, of course. So I have what? I have six of the ten, I suppose. There. Mm-hmm. Um, and and those are also a lot of those are good cooking herbs and a cocktail garnish and stuff. So they're good to have for lots of reasons. And then, then. also, um, if you have it, ginger, cucumber, mm-hmm. an aloe vera plant. I do have aloe vera. Actually, uh, aloe vera here is just one of the natural plants that my homeowners association grows. And so we can just all walk out our yards and and break off a piece of aloe, which is kind of nice. Well, that's where's that? I want to get in on that action. It's growing everywhere outside. Just go grab some if you want. And they let you. Oh, we don't ask. Oh, I I don't think that they planted. Well, they planted native species that are low water need. And um, and I don't see why we can't break off a little arm and use it. 
cough, cough syrup, mm-hmm. immune system booster, sure. goji berry and shiitake mushroom soup. That sounds good. Mm, so we'll look a little bit through the book okay. and um, nettle soup. And But I just thought this was a really neat book. It's very... Zen. No, it's lovely. I I, I agree, zen. and I do believe in natural cures, and I do believe that the you know the herbs and things that we can should we choose to grow right in our own yard. And this is the problem with going to you know just the the Home Depot or the Lowe's for your plants is um, they tend to only have one variety. They tend to not be the varieties that are actually uh, useful for these purposes. They tend to be the hybrids that are grown only for like their foliage or their flowers, but not for the medicinal purposes. So. I've already learned from experience. You want to go online and look for um, organic or heirloom varieties. Or you go to Seed Saver Exchange or rareseeds.com. Exactly. Because you'll find the varieties there that are highest in these um, compounds. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, Well, now. So again, if you're interested, Grow Your Own Drugs by James Wong. I like this Well, here's another helpful hint. Mm -hmm. Uh, The boyfriend just purchased... He just purchased a, uh, it's a power strip, you know, that you plug multiple electronic appliances into. And I know that doesn't sound exciting. But he he got this one, I believe it's from Belkin. And uh, you plug in the, the, uh, the major device, so the TV, for example, into the first slot. And then you plug in everything else, like DVD player, DVR, uh, stereo, speakers, uh, Apple TV, whatever, into all the other slots. And when the TV goes on, all the other appliances power on. And when the TV goes off, all the other appliances power off. So all of those little appliances, they call the vampire uh, electricity use. The phantom. 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 Yes, power. Uh, they they all go off when the TV Vampire. goes off. I, whatever. It's, <laughs> they it's, suck. It's October. They suck power. Sure. They do. They suck power. For the month of October, they're vampire. Mm-hmm. Well, and so that's cool. And then he also got one of the watt meters that we have, well, he has been plugging into devices around the house to see how much it's going to cost us per year to operate those really? things. Really? Mm-hmm. And? Well, I don't I don't think we've had any big discoveries yet because, you know what, I already knew the refrigerator used a lot of electricity. Oh, right. Well, of course, refrigerators do. <laughs> they do, right. So anyway, but I think it's kind of cool. So, you know, you can, um, you can do some good things for yourself by growing your own uh, herbs and things for... Um, uh, your uh, medical needs, and and then you can um, you know change, dress up change like Catwoman, change and- your electrical habits, uh, so that you can save some energy and uh, CO two emissions, and lots of ways to do something good. Yes, and then go party and drink Get some drunk. booze. Yeah, that's, and dress that's, up that's, dress that's, up like Catwoman or a vam no not a vampire zombie well because that's what we're all about right that's what we are all about zombies booze growing your own drugs and energy can um, and my energy do you have have a natural cure in there for my freaking toothache no there is mostly i I just have a toothache because i have a freaking retarded dentist oh no oh no that i made it clear which tooth hurt and he had to do work on three or four teeth and as he's in there and, and finishing up, and I said, you still haven't gone to the tooth that had the problem. And he's like, yes, I did. And then he shows me on the diagram that he did the tooth. Well, apparently the diagram that they show the patient is a mirror image of what the dentist is actually seeing. But nowhere on there does it tell the patient, this is not actually what you think, or this is the opposite. And so it's very confusing. And the whole time I thought they're going to get to the tooth that had the pain, and they didn't. Two grand later. No, you need to take a lipstick and you need to just draw on that tooth that you want them to look at with some lipstick. 
so they can't miss it. Like the nice no, red. No, I think at this point grandma. what I need to do is throw a brick through his window. That well, would that would make me feel better. Now you can't say that because now you have evidence. Whatever that you want to do. Whatever, some, I don't care. Some I just, bodily harm. He's an old so stupid. So you fuck. are number one suspect right now. Toothache. Sure. sure. Page two hundred and two. Sure. How are you going to cure my damn toothache? I've already done the Orogel and Tylenol and and uh, Sensodyne and all that stuff. So. Well, but I am going to tell you, or James Wong is going to tell mm-hmm. you how to. I'd cure like him to come over here and prepare your toothache. I like how he's laying down like he's making a, a, a snow angel in the herbs in that one picture. Infuse three tablespoons fresh leaves of foil. Sure, what the hell's that? <laughs> I've never heard of this. <laughs> right, meaning we're not going to find it. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll have to do some research on that. Um, it's good for toothaches and diarrhea. <laughs> You know, the two always go and together. And mouth ulcers. Mm-hmm. Mouth ulcers. Um, so it's syncofoil or potentia rip. I don't even know how to pronounce that. I'm not going to try to. You know, I think if you're going to bring natural remedies into the lounge, <laughs> I think you need to know how to pronounce this shit. Okay, go for it. Go no, for I it. No, I can't. Oh, okay. I can't, but you brought the book. Well, but. You need I to be more learned about the things you want to talk about. I wasn't prepared to talk about two things. Unlike me, I, I don't prepared. I don't really care and I do occasionally get called out by the listeners about saying things that I'm not exactly sure what I'm talking about, but that's it's my prerogative, it's my show. I can do it I want. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. We're at the end of the show, Pumpkin. Can you believe it? Well, okay. How about some cough syrup with some honey and cherries? <laughs> how about I just how about I just put straight one fifty one onto my tooth? I just put a little drip IV and it drips right on the tooth every other second it maybe gives me another little drop and uh, at some point i'll just lose consciousness and i definitely won't feel it you could do that if you would like to i'm thinking about it it just i'm tired of it hurting and we're gonna go see carol channing tonight well maybe she can knock it out for you and uh, oh my god she's like she's like 97 or something like that that we're gonna go see carol channing tonight and i and i don't want to be in pain uh when while we're watching carol do whatever it is that she's gonna do up there if she stands up i'll be amazed (laughs) if she stands up under her own power it sounds like you have high expectations i I understand that she's actually quite a healthy old broad and she still does a lot of speaking and gets around and has a lot of energy so i'm i am actually excited to see her i think she's a classic i think you're going to be a grouchy I probably would. Why don't you just pull your tooth out? I have been, oh, because it's already a crown. It needs a root canal. Let's not talk about that anymore. So we're at the end of the show. Well, you brought it up. So I want to thank everybody for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. We are the tiki bar that lives in your head. And although you'll never really get to come join us here in the lounge, you get to have your own little Zen Tiki Lounge wherever wherever you are by uh, sipping along, having a cocktail with us, maybe one of our recipes, maybe one of your own, or maybe something you just get from a book or an app or something. It doesn't matter as long as you sip along and enjoy some exotic music and listen to the podcast. And be sure to tell friends and family about the podcast because we do like to say that um, we like to be spread like a good VD. And I got to look that up in this book. Is there a cure for, for VD? VD in here? Well, but VD, there's a lot of different kinds of VD. I can't imagine mm, there'd be like one thing that well, cures them no. all. You know, You never know. Well, there could be. You know, there is one thing Not that cures viral, them all. Not a viral VD I do, well, no, or um, bacterial? Well, either or. This cures oh. either. This I have a cure for oh. both. And um, I got it from a friend of mine. We were speaking on the a phone. A viral 
Yes. You can't cure we, viral. Uh, you can, actually. Really? We were speaking on the phone just yesterday. Mm-hmm. And she About was, viral Well, TV? she was letting me know that mm-hmm. um, due to some technical issues, she's no longer going to be running for the presidency. But uh, my good friend, Michelle Bachman, uh, are, are you, you know, Sunshine. Because you're your the best cure, confidant. The best cure for, uh, for, for a venereal disease is never having sex. Mm. So she's got the cure. And I just wanted to tell everybody about it. Yeah. So there you go. Just don't have sex, and uh, you won't get a venereal disease. Wow. No, I suppose you could still get it through a transfusion or something crazy like that. Yeah. Or, or pick it up from a like a, they used to say, I got it from a toilet seat. I swear, I don't know how this happened. Right. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though the toilet seat's Whore. probably the right. closest or the cleanest thing yeah. that you put your body parts right. on in the bathroom. Whore. That's how you got a VD. That's how you got it. All right. So. We're gonna we're gonna end the random. show. Random end the show with some randomness. With some random song from Clouseau. That sounds good to me. Huh? A Clouseau. Oh, okay. We're gonna just. All I'm right. gonna pick a Clouseau song okay. at album, and we're gonna end the show with that. And uh, hopefully, we'll, you'll you'll hear us again next week because um, Nibiru didn't destroy us all, and uh, everything is just peachy. Mm. Yeah, we're nothing but uh, professional here. All right. Well, until next time. Mahalo. Mahalo.